Hi, this is Jason Alviar, producer here at the On the Line podcast for the California Coalition for Youth, California Youth Crisis Line. Um, just a couple of notes on these upcoming episodes. Um, California and the United States have been uh, ordered to shelter in place. Uh, so uh, you may hear a uh, in audio quality than what you're used to if you've been listening since the beginning. Um, we are all recording this podcast from our own homes. So we are pretty much at the mercy of, you know, zooming in or Google hangouting in or FaceTiming in. So uh, what you'll be hearing is uh, you'll be hearing our podcast hosts uh, recording this audio from home and sending it to me to compile it together for you guys. Um, also, we now have an email address that if you are looking to get any of your questions answered or if you want us to talk about something that you're interested in, uh, you can email us your suggestions at uh, podcast at calyouth.org. That's podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T at calyouth.org, C-A-L-Y-O-U-T-H dot org. We also want to remind everyone that even during this pandemic, our California Youth Crisis Line's phone number and chat functions are still operational. You can reach us via call or text at 1-800-843-5200. That's 1-800-843-5200. You can also reach us via chat online at calyouth.org slash chat. That's C-A-L-Y-O-U-T-H dot O-R-G slash C-H-A-T. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to uh, On the Line. Uh, today, we are social distancing. So if there are any differences in audio quality, that's why. And today, we will actually be talking about social distancing and how COVID-19 has affected everyone um, doing social distancing here at the line. Yeah. And uh, with that, too, we want to just let everyone know we are still open and we are still taking calls via chat and text and also via phone and we're working remotely making sure that our volunteers are safe uh, and as well as our staff luckily we were able to get this set up right before this all happened uh, we were in a great spot to get this all kind of figured out um, mm -hmm. and so everyone has cell phones and everyone is staying home taking calls from from their home granted that if you do call in at this time uh, and you don't get a you get like a voicemail or whatever it is that means that um, it might be a call going. It might be all of our counselors are taken. And that's kind of true for all the times when we have uh, calls coming in that if you don't get connected, most likely there is um, all of our phone lines are, are busy. But you can text the line or you can reach out to us on chat and text and you'll probably get connected with a counselor faster that way if you don't get connected. Um, and for social distancing and what that means uh, is that we are all sheltering in place as kind of the the order in from uh, the states and the federal government. Um, mm -hmm. So we're all staying home and keeping, like if we don't interact with other people that we don't typically do on a day-to-day -day basis. So for me, social distancing, I've been basically in my house uh, for 
all the days of the week <laughs> and only leaving with when it's absolutely necessary and that's what we've been telling our volunteers and our staff to do as well is that please only leave your house when absolutely necessary and don't expose yourself to other people that you don't typically expose yourself to on a day-to-day basis so if you live with your family or your friends or um roommates or whoever that uh most likely just stay with those people and um in your living area and not really interacting with other outside family or friends mm-hmm. and some of the other information on social distancing is that um the cdc um and we'll provide some information on cdc guidelines towards the end um however the cdc um basically recommends that you that you stay home um 14 days um from travel um and then also when you're out and about remaining six feet away from others and so like basically like logan talked about essential functions and essential things so like or when it's absolutely necessary so what it means to be absolutely necessary is that you're going to maybe go to the grocery store or you're going to the pharmacy to get medications or you are doing things that are you know in in normal circumstances you consider to be need to be errands that you need to like uh, have things in your home you need to have certain items you need to have certain medications um and if you are feeling sick or you're uh feeling uh, any type of health issues that you're seeking medical care um so that's an essential uh, function outside of your home um there are also um some restaurants out now that are you know taking people for takeout orders or, or deliveries as many of us already know um at this point and they're also essential employees and usually your employer will have already given you information on whether you're an essential employee or not but for example an essential employee uh would be someone who works in healthcare uh who has to be at clinics or at hospitals to care for people who are sick not just with covid-19 but um a myriad of of health issues so they need to be there another example would be a firefighter or a police officer uh someone of that nature and some l- lesser known essential workers are you know restaurant staff um even our staff members uh while we are not in our offices uh we kind of skirt the line of an essential worker just because we do handle crisis calls um and at times will be dispatching welfare checks and things of that nature so we are responsible for some part of public safety so uh we are still working and we're just doing it remotely um to keep everyone safe and uh same with childcare childcare is also essential um business and so that you may see folks taking their kids to childcare and that's because they mm-hmm. might be required to work um either their first responder or in another job that's essential so they might use childcare uh, to do that um and so we ask that you don't judge <laughs> parents if you see them dropping <laughs> off at at childcare um or if you work in childcare you may be well aware that this is the 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 time that you are required to work and that you may or may not be getting a lot of kids um I know from like anecdotal experience I I have a few friends who work in the childcare service or the childcare industry and they're not there's not a lot of kids there um but there's still uh the option and so if you are a teen also listening to this too or uh, a young a young youth 
uh, it's a reason why you might be going to childcare is that your your parents might need to drop you off to do the essential things that they're required to do for work too and mm -hmm. hopefully they're communicating that to you as well and if not if you're a parent listening in it's always good to communicate with children or youth uh, about what's going on and uh, as much like you don't have to give as much detail make it age appropriate of course um, you can really have any conversation with with children young children all the way to teens um, as long as you make it age appropriate it can be even really serious topics such as like death or sex or um, pandemics like this just make it age appropriate um, and right. a good way to do that if you're unsure um, highly recommend uh, Mr. Rogers neighborhood, <laughs> the whole premise <laughs> of the show is to how to have difficult conversations with, um, with young, young kids. Um, and then for teens, you can, you can talk to them just like they're adults. They're almost there already. And they have the enough brain functioning and also the brain development to understand complex critical thinking too. So they can understand something as complex as this too. Um, so you can have those conversations that way. So I want to switch gears just a little bit. Um, how how has social distancing been for everyone um and so i'm asking the question outwardly but also asking it here of of all of us joining um to do this podcast um i believe we definitely so we have um someone coming in to guest with us again and that's veronica if you are familiar with our last maybe our last episode or our last two episodes um, Veronica joined us and so she'll be joining us again to give uh, her unique perspective on social distancing and how it's been uh, working remotely um, in that respect but how has social distancing been for you Logan and like um, maybe just experiencing this whole thing in our community and society really yeah um, I it's been uh, a little tumultuous for for my uh, living situation because I do have roommates um, one of my roommates is my partner and the other one is a, is a good friend of mine um, and he works in the food industry. Uh, he's a barista for um, a small business. So like not Starbucks or anything like that, but it's like a privately owned coffee shop and uh, they are requiring him to go into work. And there was a few conversations that I, you know, we had to have as a, as a unit uh, to talk about like safety for us and that like, because my partner doesn't have medical insurance right now. Um, and, uh, I do, and he does through, uh, Cover California and, uh, there, there's just like, we had many different conversations about like when we need to go out, if we need to go out, who's going to go do grocery shopping, like to limit our exposure as much as possible. Um, and having conversations with work and stuff. And luckily, um, his, uh, employer has been able, like had put out like a survey asking employees if they're willing to work, if they can work. And of course they're doing um, to go orders only. Um, and he, and like after the conversation we had, he was like, you know, I think that it makes the most sense for me to stay home as much as possible. So he's not working until the, the, the shelter in place is lifted, which is April 7th um, for us. Um, and Luckily, the, the tips that they're all getting are getting pulled towards folks who are not working. Um, and then I talked to him about financial security too, if he'd be okay with paying rent on time because it is a transition in a month. So rent is due as well as other bills if he has enough money to save up because I know that not everyone has a savings account. Um, 
finances are a really hard subject to talk about in general with everyone, um, especially in this time where it's like so in, like important to have some kind of se like security net um, mm -hmm. when folks are losing their jobs or um, being laid off or having to take breaks from, from working. Um, so luckily he's been able to save um, money to, for this such, a, such an occasion, but um, who's to say how this will go because um, we, you know, we might hear something different next week about this being longer. Um, we didn't talk about logistics of like how much savings he has to make this to last as like any like any more time than one month. Um, so it, there's there's some tension there, but luckily the conversations have been like really open and like we had them quickly. Um, and I encourage all of those who do live with roommates to really talk about your safety and exposure. So like we had like whenever we leave too, we have routines. On like what we should be doing when we get in the house like removing like boxes of cereal or washing all of our produce or um, any kind of packaging we just remove it um, wash our hands regularly we've cleaned everything you touch with your hands in our apartment um, like right when the ban came up we just had like one day we just cleaned everything so like really staying safe and um talking with those that you live with about what you're doing to stay safe and, and encourage to help each other um, in that way is kind of how it's been going. Um, and of course, my family lives in the Bay Area and they are um, more in it than than I am. And they, some of them are taking it way less seriously than, than I'd like to say. Um, and it's a matter of, you know, having those difficult conversations if you're willing to, um, to keep your family safe too. Um, yeah, because uh, it's real stuff. I, I know a friend of mine, their uncle just passed from COVID. Um, mm. that we found out yesterday, but uh, he's not in the US. Um, he's in France. So mm. that is um, a bit different, but just like it, yeah. it, it can be, it can be right your, your next door. And so you can never, never really know. Um, and just taking care of yourself. Yeah, that's true. Um, I actually do live with family um, right now. So it's my parents, uh, my partner, and actually my cousin at the house. Um, it's kind of a kind of a larger home. So we all kind of have our own spaces within it. But um, my dad in particular is a mail carrier. And so he uh, is considered a 100% essential worker and obviously you cannot deliver mail remotely. So um, he's definitely been the person who, if I worry about um, the most in our home, it would be him because he is getting into contact with, you know, mail and mail gets touched by like everyone. And so I definitely would encourage you all to make sure that you're using safe uh, precautions when you are sending your mail out as there are definitely people who are still delivering it, whether that's the U.S. Postal Service or that's FedEx or UPS. Um, just make sure that when you are sending packages that, you know, you're washing your hands and, and doing all that stuff um, from your homes because there are people's family members that are still out there doing that service. Mm -hmm. And my mom is working remotely, has been for about a couple weeks now. And I am working remotely as well. Um, and so very few of us are um are are out uh if you're out you know going to essential businesses please make 
keep those precautions. If you're feeling ill, if you're not feeling 100%, please refrain from maybe going to those places and um, uh, ordering delivery or having someone else to go for you who is not in the weather. Um, yeah, it's 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 actually been um, pretty pretty calm here. Um, interestingly enough, uh, the slowdown of things has been helpful um, for me at least. Um, just because personally, it was something that I I needed, and so it's something that I wanted to segue into about like the mental health aspects of this whole situation because it's definitely something that very few of us have had to deal with. Um, maybe in other countries they've had quarantines and things of that nature, but we've never really had to do that here in the United States. And so it's definitely something that can affect your mental health, uh, especially like staying inside your home for extended periods of time and feeling like your movement is restricted can definitely affect your mental health. Uh, for me, like I said, um, I'm <laughs> what many people would consider a power introvert. So uh, having some time um, working from home and being in my own space has actually been a bit of a recharging experience for me because um, it hasn't. it's been something that I haven't been able to do for a really long time, which is a totally different perspective. And I know a lot of different people have differing perspectives on that. Um, and I know uh, a lot of people are having a hard time with loneliness and just, you know, feeling restricted and feeling kind of shut in. Um, and so I don't know. How are you feeling about that, Logan? Um, I mean, for myself, um, there there's a, I have a lot of things to do in my house. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I'm not having such a, that, that too hard of a time as well as like being with people I enjoy to be around. Like luckily I have roommates um, yeah. who are people I care about and enjoy being around. Um, yeah. So like we, I'm, I know in college I started playing like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon, the crate trading card game. And so I still have those decks out. So we busted those out and we haven't played with them in like five or six years. So we're just mm -hmm. messing around with those the other day. We had some movie marathons. We watched like all the John Wick movies on Sunday um, in a row. <laughs> um, so like just finding things that you enjoy doing. Um, and all, we also figured out since I have a large collection of games myself, of board games, um, uh, a friend of mine has Zoom as well. And um, they were able to host like a Zoom meeting and like do online board games with us oh wow so, like there's actually other free things you can go on you can just like search up free versions of board games sometimes too online you can connect with people online that way or even jackbox works online um so there's different ways that you communicate with people and finding those those ways of doing that um mm -hmm. video chatting is good google hangouts a free option zoom is free if you um but you only get like 40 minutes i think with one person or with multiple people yeah uh, it's free one-on-one yeah. -on -one for sure for an, any any period of time but then 40 minutes if you have more than two people in a, in a i mean group. and you know there's also and i think there's also uh, one of the one of the ways we can talk about this is uh there's also facetime and google hangouts is definitely universal yeah. um you can use google hangouts um even if you have uh an iphone um, or Android or, or what, oh, what have you, whatever phone that you may have or operating system that you're operating on. I believe you can use Google Hangouts as well. So um, 
for those people who maybe have already used their free trial of Zoom or they're not able to use Zoom for uh, personal um, for their personal use. Um, those are also free options um, to use as well. Yeah. Um, but really just like finding things that you can do at home that are like uh, mindfulness practices and meditation being really in like in the moment, it can be really helpful as like a daily practice. Mm -hmm. There's many different things you can do. Uh, keeping up on your routines. Like I know that some folks, um, um, myself included, is that I can bum out or not bum out, but like just uh, not do anything. Um, like I don't have to get ready for the day. So I don't get ready for the day and I just like days yeah. all day, but like sticking with your routines, like, you know, showering the usual time that you shower, making sure you all your hygiene stuff, um, mm -hmm. that you need to do, uh, <laughs> or like if you exercise too, like there's many things that you can do in your home. Um, there's yeah. so many, so many YouTube is so saturated with like every topic you can think of. So there's like some free workout videos are on YouTube. Yeah. Um, if you really want to like work on your, like whatever it is, whatever isolate muscles or whatever it is, or tone up, there's many different things. Um, learning another language. I've been practicing that a lot to do. Uh, so that's really helpful to just hobbies, enjoy your hobbies, playing a game. I have so many things that I felt like I didn't have time for and so many different opportunities now that with the being required to do things at home, I found that it's actually a lot easier. Like even my friends that live in Texas, I was like, man, I never, I could talk to them once a month. I never really see them. And I've seen them like three times this week, like already <laughs> or last week. Um, and, and actually done like a lot more or some of the same stuff that we did when they're in town, um, just talk for hours or hang out and see each other, which is really, really nice um, to, to find that with the internet, it's, it's so much more expansive than just a, uh, swirling down the YouTube hole or, <laughs> or, um, Facebook or whatever it is, or Instagram. Um, there's so many different things you can do. Uh, the, the one thing that I do want to, um, talk about a little bit is that in times like these is that the use of like recreational drugs or alcohol, um, can increase it's it with pandemics or things like that. When you're sheltered in place, like you might just have a few drinks or, um, smoke or whatever it is and that like that can actually increase your your risk of like stressing out um, because it doesn't alter your state of mind um, and it can be costly so just being wary of that if that's something that you do to de-stress or, or unwind like no judgment like do what you enjoy but be wary of like the cost and also what it may um, how it may impact your mental health um, at this time uh, I think I, I would also have something to add on that is yeah. that um that it's really important not to replace those things with the with your routine so like the things that you do recreationally um try not to replace those those recreational hobbies with you know having a drink or try not to replace those things or replace those things for any type of social interaction and i know it's hard to have organic social interactions now because of social distancing and if you're a person that does not stay with a family or a group of people that are in your home already it can be really difficult not to lean on those things to kind of deal with some of maybe the loneliness because I think even if even if I even though I am I would consider myself a very introverted individual if I did not live with other people I think it would eventually be very hard for me to adjust to the social distancing order and so I think there is definitely 
a privilege associated with living with people in your home um, because then you do have some people who you you know can interact with if your relationship with them is a healthy relationship or a safe relationship but uh what i but i got a bit of on a tangent there uh i'm gonna go back to my original point is that try not to replace those things with your recreation or try to dull out some of the feelings of loneliness um or just dulling out any feelings that you have with substances as it can definitely lead to um addiction and uh it's something that you don't want to come out of quarantine with a new addiction. Um, or uh, for those of us who are sober, uh, definitely don't um, want to relapse uh, if you're really trying hard uh, to stay sober in these times because it is definitely um, hard to be alone and be isolated um, when you are um, experiencing addiction. And uh, there's also, like, if you are needing support, if you go to meetings um, for not, uh, Narcotics Anonymous or Alcohol Anonymous or what are the, there's any kind of anonymous group that there is for any kind of addiction, um, they have those remotely that you can do as well. Um, and you join um, usually a certain sort of chat app. Um, I've been to a few different um, remote uh meetings myself just like to support other people and also on my own journey of recovery um in the past you know 10 years um and that there is a lot of remote access that you can do um it's usually usually through like mumble or um, zoom or uh what's the other app that i've used um or google um or even facebook there's many different ways that they do that they can do they do messenger they do um some kind of chat voice thing. And it's actually set up pretty well um, when you use it. Uh, they usually have really good guidelines on like how to make sure that everyone's um, heard for their time. If you've ever been to a meeting before, um, they usually will have like a chat that you can um, let people know when you want to talk because they don't usually have video. So you don't get that kind of natural flow when you see someone's face of like knowing when they're done talking. Um, or they like, you know, put a star in the chat if you want to share or like put two stars if, you, if you're done sharing kind of thing. So there's always that option too. Um, <clears throat> and then with the, I also want to talk about um, a few other things you can do to kind of support yourself too, besides like staying away from drugs and alcohol, of course, is that like eating healthy, um, you can order food now uh, through many different restaurants, of course, but that can be costly as well as um, you risk yourself for exposure because you're having multiple people handle your food. Um, if so, if you do go out to get yes. for groceries, like the grocery store, make sure that you do wash your stuff that you bring home or unbox it, whatever you need to do to, to disinfect it. Um, to stay safe, but also like still have good meals. Um, you know, look at the food, the, the, what is it? The plate that they have not the pyramid anymore. Um, and make sure you're getting your, your actual, um, vegetables, your fruits, all that kind of stuff while we're doing this too. Mm -hmm. And so another thing I want to talk about, um, and as far as these resources for, you know, remote AA and remote NA and, um, any other resources you may need to feel, um, a bit better about what's going on is uh, you can always call us here at the crisis line. We have, uh, we always have someone here to help with those kinds of resources to route you to where you need to go and um, maybe just help you find resources in your area that you've never really had to look for before. 
um, there's always someone there that can um, be your search buddy so that you can find the things that you may need. Um, And as we've mentioned before, um, if you do, if you do end up calling the crisis line and you're accessing a resource that you're not quite sure about, um, a crisis line staff member or volunteer who's on the line can help you to uh, do a warm handoff to a resource so that you can understand the process with someone who's supporting you through it. Um, and so that's just a, a little caveat I wanted to add into um, into that. And I believe Veronica is here with us or coming in here soon to continue the conversation on social distancing and COVID-19 and how it's affecting everyone. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, I, I did missed what was happening, but yes, Crisis Line is definitely here and running um, and ready to support anyone in the best ways we can, you know, through this hard time. So, oh, sorry, Logan. <laughs> yeah, uh, no worries. Um, and Veronica, we, we kind of mentioned um, how in our own household, how the social distancing in this shelter your family is kind of handling it and because I know that you live with quite a few people um, at the moment and <laughs> uh, what, are, what are you doing or what, what are things that are um, that um, are helping keeping your family safe or how's it going yeah so I do live in a, a big household there's eight of us um, and kind of ranges in ages so as old as like my mom who's like in her 40s and as young as like nine is my youngest sibling. Um, and so it's been a little challenging just because like, I think mostly for my sister, um, who's a workaholic. And so she is currently not working because of the virus. Um, and so <laughs> she's just trying to really manage. Um, and so she really has no choice, but to like bug us 24 seven. Um, <laughs> And so I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's really challenging. Um, my mom and uh, my sister's girlfriend also like were laid off too. Um, so we're all kind of just in this space together, um, which is is a lot. And I luckily get to leave to come to work <laughs> um, to kind of just separate myself from that because it, it is pretty taxing um, to be constantly around so many people all the time. Um, so yeah, I think we're all trying to just like manage appreciating our own little space and having those moments with ourselves or like at least our own little corners um, while we're all stuck together. So yeah, it's been um, it's been a struggle, but we're, I think, the more time we're spending together, the more we're like really learning to work with each other and respecting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what are you what are you and your family doing right now that's that is working? What are some few things you can give people who are might be listening things that do work for maybe larger families? Yeah, so just finding things to do. Um, like right now we're in the process of like planning. So what we would used to do in the past was like we would go to the movie theaters like once a month together. Uh, and so we were really looking forward to Trolls uh, in the, coming out this month. And so now we're just kind of focused on trying to plan how do we not let this really affect that, that time together. 
Um, so that's been helpful, I think, because we're focused on that conversation of how to like really work with each other to make that still happen, to, to still get our family bonding time in. Um, so yeah, but everyone's mostly on their phones or playing video games and <laughs> yeah. my household right now. Great. That's actually been something that I was able to kind of get back into. Um, just another hobby to add to add to making this easier is that um, I got back into gaming a bit more. I had started a bit to get back into it, but now um, I got back into into gaming, and it's definitely been helpful because it's been super enjoyable um, getting back into. Um, the groups that I was in and speaking to people about gaming and um, purchasing new games is fun. Um, there's a lot of sales going on online through the uh, gaming console networks. If you're interested, um, there's a lot of sales going on. And, uh, so if you have the funds to do that, then that's also something fun to do. Um, but yeah. Oh. Or even if you're not, if that's not your thing, uh, gaming is that uh, this might be a good time to rekindle some hobbies or um, passions mm -hmm. that you had before. Um, so that, I mean, like I mentioned too, I, I was playing a, a, a trading card game for like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. I haven't done that in years and years and years. And I started doing that like this weekend. So whatever it is that maybe you enjoyed in the past, you can see if that's still available to you and, and try that out and see if you still like it or if you... It just kind of died because you were no longer interested or whatever the reason was um, you always just see if uh, something you used to do is uh, fun again uh, now that you have the time to do it um, as long as it's you know safe and legal and healthy for you right <laughs> yeah. I think it's also uh, I think you mentioned like starting a new hobby was something mm -hmm. that um, was fun for you and so that's also i want to bring that back up again is like starting new hobbies uh whether that be like languages like uh logan had mentioned or even like something completely new like uh, i know that i plan to start doing or not doing but learning how to do beadwork uh so like you know little stretchy beaded bracelets and necklaces and stuff like that i planned on starting that so uh that's something new that i've never really done before uh, but it's something that I definitely plan on starting now that I have this time at home and to myself. So um, there are a lot of different things that you can get into. Um, I know things like that are, are, are not super costly. Um, there's sewing, there's, uh, like Logan mentioned again, board games. There's a lot of different things out there that, you know, we can rediscover Um now that we have this time at home. Yeah, and like cleaning has been a big thing too in our house to like organize mm -hmm. and really um, make more space. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Limited right now, mm -hmm. um, but it's been nice to, to go through things. And yeah, I definitely have finished a lot of projects that I started and never got to. So that's been nice. Yeah. So we don't, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be uh, bored. You don't all, you don't necessarily have to um, just kind of sit and, and do nothing. Try something new. Um, try to find new ways to connect with people, even if it's 
not face-to-face like you're used to. Um, There are a lot of options out there to connect with people. um, And there are a lot of options out there to try try to find something um, to build yourself, to enrich yourself, or just something fun to do um, that will help you do the social distancing. Because I know it's really difficult um, and I know it's hard. um, And in some further episodes, we'll be kind of touching on how social distancing and COVID-19 has affected the community as a whole. Um, today, we just taught, wanted to talk about just social distancing and um, how everybody's faring and some of the things that you could be doing to help you with this whole situation. Um, in our next episodes, we'll be kind of uh, zooming in a bit more on some topics associated with having to stay home. Um, so I think that's about it. For, for what we're going to talk about today for our social distancing. Um, thank you for tu- tuning in and thank you for joining us on the line. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to On the Line with Bianca and Logan. The California Youth Crisis Line is a program funded by the California Office of Emergency Services. We are a free call and text crisis line open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Youth, family, and friends experiencing crisis can talk to one of our counselors today by calling or texting 800-843-5200. Again, that's 800-843-5200. Or visiting us at www.calyouth.org CYCL. Our hosts are Bianca Christian and Logan Scheidler, and our producer is Jason Alviar.